Welcome to Markitecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Mike Shields, and I'm here with Chris McCarroll. He's the CEO of Beachfront Media. Hey, Chris, how are you? Thanks for being here. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me. So we're going to get into lots of details on your company, but let's just start from the top with the big question. What does your company do? Yeah, so from a very high level, Mike, we're a supply-side ad server for Convergent TV. So we service programmers, distributors, and anyone who owns and distributes content across a big screen. So let's come back to your product and kind of get into some of the specifics. You mentioned your the word supply side and server, because my mind went towards, are you an SSP or not? Um, but it sounds like you're a little bit different. Can you maybe just talk about who exactly are your customers and what you're doing for them? Yeah, so our customers are programmers and distributors. Okay. Right? So we work with... Anyone who's delivering content across the stream, uh, across a big screen, we work with the OEMs as well. And we work with distributors like cable companies. Okay. And so are you making sure their ads run at the right times and the right places? Or are you helping them bring in demand and sell to, to buyers? A little bit of both? What, what, what's your primary? Doing a little bit of both. So, so what we do is we, we help them enable more fluidity in terms of the ability to buy and sell, not just streaming, but also their traditional television inventory. Okay. Right? So we do a couple of primary things. One is we mediate auctions to determine that we are able to deliver the highest amount of yield possible into that inventory. And we actually handle the ad serving into that ecosystem. Okay. Uh, let me just back up for a minute because it's interesting that you you know we, we're we're talking to lots of companies in this CTV universe uh, or the cross platform world. You're 15 years old, so that predates a lot of the things we're talking about. What was the company founded to do then? What was the, op the opportunity or insight that you glommed onto at that point? And I'm, obviously, it's evolved over time. Yeah, the the business was built as really a supply side platform for mobile video and and eventually CTV. Okay. So mobile video at that point was probably taking off, but still in its relative infancy as well. Were you competing with the existing mobile SSPs at the time or helping or helping publishers deliver ads? What, what were you doing there? Yeah, it was largely monetization, Mike. So okay. the company was primarily an SSP. It had dabbled early on in doing some app development in st for streaming companies. Okay. And there were some decisions we had made about five years ago, four years ago that, that you know, we kind of deprecated some legacy technology to mm -hmm. focus on where we thought there was uh, a greater need. Okay. When you started to shift into the television world more, did you have to, like, was the technology you had built applicable? Did you have to kind of start from scratch and build new stuff? You know, some was and some wasn't. Like when we looked at, at television in general four years ago, five years ago, and said, you know, where are the problems that we think are going to persist as as streaming evolves? And, you know, I would say one of the things that we did not fundamentally, you know, believe at the time was that traditional TV was going away, right? So we certainly had a monetization platform, an SSP that could help streaming companies monetize their supply. But we saw kind of bigger problems in, on the horizon for streaming companies. And we saw an even larger problem for anyone who's, who's traditionally participated in the traditional TV space. On the streaming side, we didn't think there was tech established 
it was going to be able to handle the complexities of television. So, you know, it was figuring out yield isn't an easy thing to do, but to mm -hmm. mediate yield is, isn't as complex as some of the things that are, you know, some of the challenges that create poor user experience. How do you ensure that ads aren't competitively running side by side? How do you ensure that deduplication isn't happening within an ad break, mm -hmm. right? How do you really manage that, you know, all the rights issues that go along with distributing content via television? So that was one problem that we, you know, started to re-architecture the platform to handle. The other problem was that if you're a distributor of content or a programmer and you want your content to live in a traditional TV environment, in a streaming environment, Nobody's built the piping to allow that to be bought and sold in an interoperable fashion. Okay. I want to, I want to ask you about that more, but I want, maybe, maybe we can just break down. It sounds like you have several types. I want to go through a couple of customer use cases or what's, what might be typical, but it, it probably will vary by type of, of company. Can you maybe walk us through a typical customer and use case for someone who's using you for yield management in streaming? And then maybe we can do something, do a similar exercise for somebody who's more of a uh, multi-platform provider? Yeah, I mean, uh, they're all one and the same to us. So let me okay. let me use an example. Uh, TV One is a broadcast, uh, you know, a cable network. Okay. Traditionally distributed across set-top boxes in, in a traditional, you know, linear fashion. They were having challenges monetizing their set-top box video on demand. Okay. And they wanted a unified platform that could also help monetize their streaming supply as they started to distribute out into platforms like Pluto and Zumo and others, right? Okay. Let me just break that down for you, uh, break down a little bit. So they're distributed through various cable providers. They probably have a linear ad sales team, I, I, I would believe. They're probably, so they're, and there's some, there's VOD inventory that they could probably sell, but it's not, but then the cable companies can also sell that and it's, and it's getting left on the table. And then similarly, they, they probably have, I'm gonna guess they have a streaming app as well as distribution other guys? Am I looking That's at right. this the right way? That's right. Okay. And, and in their specific use case, they don't have a robust direct sales team. Okay. Right? So what they're looking for is a platform that not only can handle the ad serving across these disparate, you know, environments, because the tech is very different, as you know, you know, from a streaming perspective versus a traditional TV perspective. And um, what they were looking for was one unified platform that could handle you know, streaming and programmatic monetization across all of their you okay. know, distribution endpoints. And on the subject of VOD specifically, my understanding is that that is often controlled by the set-top box owner or the or the cable company that's distributing it. So can you actually get involved in those transactions in that inventory? We can. For programmers inventory, we have integrations across Comcast, Charter, Cox, Frontier, and a host of others, you know, mid-integration. So, yeah, we, we currently have coverage over 40 million households. Okay. And, uh, and do a fairly good job of, of providing breadth of coverage for folks that want to programmatically enable their set-top box VOD inventory. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv. Thank you.